the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. <laughs> you are listening to Garden Talk on AM 1170 KCBQ and KPRZ. Come in early, get all set up, and then... Uh, forget why you're here. Forget, let the time pass. Uh, good morning. I am David Ross, along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Ken has the morning off. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. How are we? Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you? Very good, thank you. Good. I'm glad Brendan's here, because I... Gone, right? just I thought he o'clock. just wanted yeah. to say something, wanted me to put my headphones on. I had no idea it was time this to... late into the morning. Um, well, you're in, in deep, well, we were... deep in uh, yeah, you were... show prep. Exactly. Show prep. Show prep. Oh, okay. Lots of it discussion. It sounded like you were bad-mouthing Israel, but I'm not – oh, I shouldn't – The singer. The singer. A singer. Right. A singer. Hawaiian singer. A difference of opinion. Right. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. How are we this morning? Again, we're fantastic. I think we did that. I'm fine. How are you? I'm excellent. Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> clear skies coming in, in your world? Fairly clear. I was a little saddened that the crescent moon of two or three nights ago was not there this morning. It was all gone. Beautiful sky. A little bit of thin, uh, high clouds. Wispy. Jupiter. Wispy. Wispy, Wispy, Wispy clouds. Yeah. You said um, Jupiter. You could see Jupiter. With and the Jupiter is in the setting, or in the, is setting in the west, this morning. Right. Um, my neighbor told me he could see the moons through his binoculars, so I'm going to have to. Might do that tonight, then. Get my super spectacular binoculars and try and see the moons of Jupiter, or get up early and see it tomorrow morning. Oh, it's in the it's in the the evening sky as well. It's in the okay. east, but it's in the evening sky. Um, so you know what that means uh, in the evening sky? No, what Ju- is- Jupiter is ascending. It's a it's a reference to a movie. Back in, back in, ah, no, I, oh, I didn't. Okay, no, it was a terrible movie. Anyways, <laughs> what happens if Jupiter aligns with Mars? Then there's a song about that. Peace will guide it? the planets. That's it. And look at our references this morning, huh? I mean, from somewhere the, over the rainbow <laughs> to. <laughs> yeah. Want to do I, some gardening? Should we, talk? Just, should we just hang up and go home? Yeah, let's do it. Um, the weather's uh, been very nice this week. Very temperate. Yeah, However, it's cool. Yeah, it's supposed to get hot again or something, right? I believe that's. I think Monday, correct? A little bit of a warming. It's war- trend. It was warmer yesterday, right. today, tomorrow, Monday, and Tuesday. I think are supposed to be the 
hottest portions of the event. However, they are coming during shorter days, so it's not as much of an issue, but still be careful. And it's still cooling off nicely in the evenings. Yes, agreed. Very pleasant. And I get back to as long as I can sleep, I'm okay. Um, and we have no rain in the future, or I guess there is rain in our future. Okay, <laughs> nothing, nothing <laughs> I mean, on the yeah. on the short term horizon. Okay, that's unless cool. you're down in middle middle Florida, Gulf side. Okay, I think there's rain in your oh, future. Yes. That hurricane's coming up that direction. Jacqueline was she drove down from North Carolina to go to some aeroid event in Miami. She was going. She's like you. She's chasing storms. No, she? she's chasing plants. Oh, okay, fair enough. Which I used to do, but now I chase storms instead. Right. Um, That's right. You chased out one last week, right? Yes. And I was told that normal people don't do that. But, well, there's stop it. (laughs) Stop it right now. Um, We are in officially in what season? Autumn. Oh, I thought Mark was going to answer. Did you say autumn? Yeah. Okay. Autumn. Sorry. I agree. Or some people call it fall. fall? Do they call it fall? Um, and what event marks that change, the transition into fall? When the sun, I'm sorry, yeah, when the sun crosses what we, uh, the celestial equator, and that's just an imaginary line from north to south as it goes over the equator. And that happens I usually. I like the north I know, to south. I know, but that's, what it's dis- that's how it's described, uh, on the 22nd, 23rd, or 24th of September. This and, year? And this year, ours was obviously this past Thursday at 6.02. Two, if memory serves. I thought it was six oh three p.m. I said if memory serves, so yeah. it could be six oh three. And that is the day when, in fall, in autumn, or autumnal equinox, because the days are roughly equal. The day and night are equally the amount of daylight and night are roughly equal. And we have another one of those in the spring as well. We do. Okay. All right. We do. I just wanted to make sure because sometimes people don't associate all those things together. So we wanted to. Associate all of those things for those who do not. And so, conversely, as we enter fall this week, the southern hemisphere starts their spring. Spring, right? Oh, so it's simultaneous, and the and at the same and time, vernal equinox happen simultaneously. Yes, right. Yeah, the spring and and they do if, depending on yeah. where you are in the world. That's right. interesting. Okay, I've never thought about it that way. It's really not that interesting, but it's. <laughs> A different perspective. It is. Um, do we have any classes coming up? We do, actually, as we typically do. So today in San Diego at 9 o'clock, uh, uh, Fox Farm Products with Corey Hansen. Hansen. We're talking all about the Fox Farm line of product. And at 9.30 in Poway, Edible Landscapes with Chuck McClung, which should be another good class. And next week, October 1st, next week. Wow. And if Ken were here, Ken would say, I can't believe it's already October. I can't believe it's already October. But October 1st, next week, San Diego Growing Garlic with Kathleen. And we might talk a little bit more about garlic here shortly. And at 9.30, Poway has Native Plant Propagation and Seed Saving with Renee Murphy. She's done a couple classes up there for us and always presents quite well. She's a scientist. She's a smart lady when it comes to native plants. Absolutely. Very, just, very just native plants, though? Well, I would say she's probably smart in another uh, in other areas as well, oh, but okay. she's very you know focused she on native is, plants, focused on native plants and restorations and things like that, and cleaning the environment with native plants using but. it as a filtration system. Um, very interesting stuff, and she is very enthusiastic about it. Um, 
for those classes, we don't always mention this. Where else do we find ourselves and all this information? You know, good point, good point. So on our website at the top, there's a list of – it says classes. It's a drop-down menu. Pull it up and you can see about a month or maybe six weeks out on classes. And also on Facebook for the Poway Store. We put the events on uh, the Poway Store on, on, on Facebook. So like us on Facebook. And we have a newsletter that comes out once a month, and in there is, are the classes as well. So you can't – I'm sorry. And in the store, if you're in the store, there are lists on the wall. So it's very difficult to say, I didn't know. No, it's easy to say, I didn't know. Okay, very true. You have no excuses to say, I didn't know. This is so, there are myriad ways to find out what there the are. classes very are. Very true. Um, I should have known the end of the month was arriving because the newsletter came across my desk and – you haven't looked, looked through it. And for the October newsletter. The October right? newsletter. And so I was looking at what's what's coming and going. And I just was realize, realizing that we don't mention that here. That the newsletter, where do people find, how can they get our newsletter, George? Well, they can sign up in the store to get the newsletter. They can go to our website and there's a little block on there that you can type your email address in. At the website, that would be www.walterandersen.com. And that's A-N-D-E-R-S-E-N. S-E-N is the critical part. Yes. Yep. And then on there, you can put your email address. You'll get a confirmation email to, so that no one's spamming you. And you reply to that, and you'll start getting the newsletter once a month that way. You can also find it on our website, right under newsletters. Under, right. Yep. But if you sign up for it, it will be in your email inbox. Ideally take, in your inbox. Give might be or, spam Oh, it could be in spam. It'll yep. be in there, give or take a day over the first of, of the month. And that will keep you up to date on what is coming and what is going. Um, it'll have the lists lists on it of roses and trees and things like that. So there's a lot of timely information in there and some not-so-timely information. Right. But there's a it's lot of useful information. information. Useful. Yes. Very, very useful. Um, with our shorter days and the arrival of fall... Have you guys cut back on any irrigation or sprinklers? I know we're talking about how hot it's going to be, but have you? I I actually did. We have quite a number of um, irrigation timers throughout the property, and I went out and decreased by just minutes on each one, two or three minutes on some of those that had longer periods of time. I have a, finally, I've been wrestling with irrigation at my parents' house for Quite a while now, and finally had somebody come out and replace the majority of the timers. Chris Ewell, Superior Irrigation, who is somebody we've been working with for, for years and years. Yeah. That's good work. Yes, thirty yeah. years um, has been replacing old valves and timers and things. And Monday we have a big meeting to set them and get it all finalized and fine tuned. So it'll be very nice to have. Most yeah, most of the valves in one place, right? Finally, than yes. All After over the all yard. Time, yeah. And and I've been the opposite. We had a nice control box with twenty four zones, and I've put different systems further out on the property. So I've had to put individual timers in those areas. So you, you can't just go into the garage, for example, and 
set all the timers to one. You have to yeah, walk around the property. Easy now while you're young and spry, but try <laughs> fixing that in another 10 years, mister. Yeah, it'll be a little bit more challenging. Uh, what did you Did you use the battery-operated? Battery-operated, correct. Solar power? Oh, no, No, not just yeah, battery without the solar. Without the solar. And uh, actually, Chris did some work for us, too. We had some of the garage timer uh, lines, the wires underground just became broken in some manner, and it was too far to drill through the driveway or cut through the driveway. So we put some battery-operated timers on there as well. Um, have you had anything to harvest this month, fruit-wise, veggies, anything like that? I think I sent you a text asking if you wanted some jalapenos because we have a lot of those in the garden. Yes, you did, and but I didn't care. Pom- I know so you did. I forgot yeah. all about Pomegranates that. are coming in and apples. So I had some Braeburns the other day. Tasty apple. Tasty apple. There was somebody that harvested some of the test apples from the parking lot at work that brought them in, put them on the table in the lunchroom. They were quite quite tasty. I've had, I, I harvested a couple of wonderful pomegranates this week, which is way early for yeah, me. I usually say. wait a month yeah. or two, but I'm, I'm thinking that because we had a warm spring, warm winter, warm spring, early bloom, that they're a little ahead of schedule. They're not as... They, some of them seem to be ripe, and the rats are already getting into them, which yeah. makes me think that they're they're ready. I lost, th- I think we lost three dragon fruit to something. They were they were in their like thirty ninth, fortieth day, and then they were gone. Hmm. You know, I learned early, and I'm guessing it's because of five brothers and sisters that if it's not completely ripe, you might as well harvest it anyway, because otherwise somebody else is going to get into it, <laughs> yeah. and they're going to be. And that somebody else doesn't have to be a sibling. Right. Well, that's it was at the point. time. At least that's what I thought. It could have been could have been a rodent, possums, squirrels. I have so many half macadamias on my driveway from the squirrels eating right. them. I, how and, and rats. And squirrels rats, during the day, yeah. rats at night. How do they get through the shells? It's it's amazing. It, it is amazing. Yeah. Cuz it takes an effort to get through them. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hammer a a black walnut cracker, but they do it with their teeth. Yeah. If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. You are listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170 and KPRZ. We'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And welcome back to Garden Talk here on AM 1170 KCBQ and KPRZ. I am David Ross along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. And we are going to discuss something about gardening at some point at in some time point. this morning. It, now, we were just talking about pomegranates a few minutes ago, and you mentioned you're wonderful, but you had brought in a pomegranate to work that was a seedling that you had started from a seed. Yes. And the interior was flavorful, but it was almost white. It, it was, was very, almost, just a, it was just a blush. Right. And, and so, and that's 
that's not a, a named variety yet. We're going to start selling that, maybe? Oh, I hope so. I think it should be called Blanco. Eh. What do you want to call it? Anyway, it was a very good seedling. I have a seedling in PQ that it's a little bit darker, and I think it's, it, it's still good. How it, was the flavor? It was good, but it took, I think, nine years, if I remember correctly, the before it gave me fruit, fruit from the seed. Right. Since you're not working today, I picked another one this morning, and I brought it in with me, and I'm not going to have to share it with you this you're morning. You're not going to have yeah, to. Yeah, because you won't or, be there. You could, well, um, I might stop by then. Just but to- it is interesting, the, the seedlings, and it took it a few years, and I actually... It was under an arbor, so the birds were sitting up eating it and dropped it, the seed down under the arbor, and I dug it up and I moved it, and it is doing well. And the fruit's good size. The flavor was good. Well, I just got to go back. So in my brain, when you said you had this seedling pomegranate, I thought you took a seedling, you carefully planted it. So this was just a... a Literally, just, yeah, you had nature? Nothing to, you had nothing to do with it other than moving it. I provided the venue. <laughs> I provided the seed okay. source. Right. I provided I you the were water. Being particularly, you know, uh, getting out there, taking plants, planting them, and seeing how they're going to. You know, what's this one going to be? What's this one going to be? No. Okay. The seedlings that I have, my avocado, they were dropped from the parent tree above and grew right up through it. Um, no. It's so I not. have to reconsider myself being a lazy gardener. I think you're taking it to new heights. Well, and and I, I would hope so. New, new Varieties or seedlings of need fruit. to get these names out there, right. and and then when we talk about them, it'll be a chance seedling. It is indeed a chance. That's seedling. exactly what they are. Um, we were also talking about the newsletter and what might be in there, and in the newsletter that's coming out next week, um, we will have a little blurb about the upcoming bare root fruit tree and rose season. And included in that will be links to the twenty December 2022-23 rose list and the fruit tree lists because this week uh, we received from a new, a new old grower some potted bare root with the fruit trees that are in the sleeve pots that traditionally we would get either potted during the growing season right. or bare root during the winter. And we sent down quite a few mulberries and persimmons to to the other store yesterday. We did transfers okay. yesterday and we have them now. I think there was four there's four varieties of persimmons. There were uh a bunch of the Cooks Select Pakistan mulberry. Okay. Wow. And for the first time in I can't tell you how I, I have no idea how long it's been since we've been able to get the grafted liquid ambers. Oh wow! Um, yeah, Festival Palo Alto, Burgundy, years. and Rotunda Loba, and they're in sleeve pots. They're probably about three to four feet tall. They come out really well because we did some tests with some earlier this year. We got them in January and put them into fives, and they were exploded in growth during this season. But um, very nice looking trees, and especially with the persimmons, we have such a high attrition rate. So many people. Uh, return their persimmons because they have, are unsuccessful from bare root, and these are nice looking trees. Yeah, there are. I think it's uh, we had uh, hachia, we had fuyu, coffee cake, and chocolate. And there's uh, and giant fuyu. So there were five varieties. Okay. Um, and oh, and Santa Barbara peaches too. Santa Barbara uh, peach, desert gold peach, long beach peach, long beach peach. Um, for those of you who are thinking in more traditional timing of 
January being the bare root season, uh, fall with these trees right now, they'd get rooted in and they will, they'll give you fruit next year. They'll explode It'll in January, you, February. Put you a year ahead of it. But when, the, when you with, said, our, I'm sorry, but you said our, our fruit tree list will be on the newsletter. Um, yes. That, that is primarily bare root fruit. Trees, so right? there's going to be three lists, three links in the newsletter. One is going to be to the October arrival, which arrived this week. In the sleeves. In the sleeves. Okay. There will also be a November arrival in sleeve pots. The okay. figs, pomegranates, grapes, caneberries, many of those that we traditionally get right. in November. And then there will also be a link to the full list okay. of what is coming in at the last week of December or the first week of January, in addition to that rose list. And all of those will be linked in there. And the rose list is already on our website and available. And I had a call yesterday. You're not getting any David Austin roses because I saw the list and they're not on there. And it's true. The, they are not on the list because David Austin will not confirm right. what we're going to get until last year. It was we, in the middle of December. We've had that issue the last three or four years, right? So we do expect the so. same number of, roses from david austin this year if not a few more but, but we won't know yeah last year we did, didn't we know when it was when they shipped them it basically. was basically the week they sh- well right. it was just before it was december when everybody is starting to ship their roses usually the david austin roses don't come in until uh january mid to late january they're later but um they have such demand and such a lack of supply that they are maneuvering their availabilities and until very late in the season. So we will be getting David Austin roses and probably should have put a line on there that just says David Austin roses are expected, but we don't know what nor when. Pending. Yes, right. pending. That's that's it. David Austin roses colon pending. There we go. That's what we'll do. Uh, we also, the, the bearded iris we talked about a few weeks ago being late and they were due and they were a month late, but we got them in and we have... 30 varieties of oh. very beefy rhizomes. Big, you know, sometimes they're yeah. a little on the dry and small side. Correct. These are big, beefy rhizomes. Plus, the mid-October garlic arrived. So we have, I think, nine or ten varieties of garlic. Both hard neck and soft neck. Right? What's the difference? At the neck, one is harder. No, um, So soft neck is better for, mild, for our climates, for the milder climates. If you're in a colder area, the hard neck works better. But you can... I know that we say we can you can put it in our fridge and, and kind of season it a little bit and get it ready to be planted, but I didn't see any time frames. Do you have any time frames for that, what it would take? I, I would know, but I would guess four to six weeks. And last year, in a test of that, I bought a hardneck garlic head, and I put it in my refrigerator. And, and it's still there, and you cooked, with, no, it a, you a cooked few, with it a couple a few, of weeks later. Yeah. A few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I took it out of my refrigerator. I never planted it, right? right, right. but I did put it in the refrigerator so it has the requisite chill hours and then some and then some and so you can are you going to plant it i have to find it it's on the counter somewhere it's probably sprouting yeah, uh, hard yeah. neck t- tends to have smaller bulbs soft necks are typically larger but the uh, apparently the hard neck is better for braiding right so if you want to be super cool and braid your garlic you want the but the hard neck doesn't last as long it lasts three to five months and if you store it so, yeah. I mean, I, mean it, it, I get if you if you buy garlic, you're going to going to use it. But if right. you're growing large quantities and you want to store it for extended periods, so you can use it throughout the year, the soft neck stores for a longer. period And it of does time. better here. And it does better here. So right. why do we even mess with the other? The hard neck produces the scapes, that little 
twirly thing at the top of your uh, garlic stalk that you dice up and use in pestos and recipes. Is that like a the way you were describing it, I'm picturing a pig's tail. Is, yes, that's exactly a good way to describe it, a pig's tail. And the soft neck does not produce okay, those. Okay, tell me again what that pig's tail is called. Scape, S-C-A-P-E-S, scapes. And do super cool chefs use really that? Really cool chefs use that. You would not use that. It And because <laughs> it has a milder flavor? What, what is it's, special it's about garlic, a scape? It's garlic-esque. It's, it's just neat. If people use it without even cutting it up, they'll just throw it on a dish. As a garnish? As a garnish. Hmm. As a display to help enhance the visual pleasure of your meal. Interesting. You know, the old saying, the proof of the pudding is in the taste, is not the proof of the pudding is in the way it looks on the plate. But For you know, a reason, for, for, I believe. For many people in many restaurants and you know, for your Instagram crowd, you know, the way it looks is equally as important, important as, is as how it tastes. Sometimes more. I got and you. And in many you're instances right. more, Mark, you're correct. You, yes, you are correct. correct. Did you look at the, did any of the varieties of garlic that we had out there stand out to you? Did you care? Have you paid attention to the varieties you've gotten when you know, you've harvested I, I, them typically to, to know I like the difference? The, I, typically, I just, I like the reds just because they look neat, but I, I don't particularly care one way or the other. I just grow them and right. whatever comes use up, them. comes up, exactly. use them. And whatever doesn't, uh, <laughs> whatever comes doesn't, up doesn't. Next, <laughs> next year. Yeah. What about the rest of the bulbs? Well, a lot of the other bulbs came in this this last week, and we finally got those in too, which was tulips, hyacinths, uh, Dutch iris. Um, you said the bearded iris. Oh, we got in the uh, the spider. Spider lilies? Spider lilies. What do they call I'm in a... No, that that actually is the right one, but that's not, um, the this is the one that naturalizes here. It's a red flower and a yellow flower, uh, oh. lycoris, lycoris, lycoris. Yeah, um, I'm a I'm a fan of the ones that naturalize. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Because I'm a lazy gardener, lycoris. <laughs> what? No, I, I I'm beginning to think that's more true than in my case. <laughs> well, I was a little bitter about you uh stealing the lazy gardener you hadn't trademarked it yet so yeah I'm able to get ahead of you on did that somebody one. else do it already i'm it sure it's should, done yeah. but i shouldn't say that i'm not sure of anything but um with a hard neck garlic it requires chilling and then there's some of the regular bulbs that require that as well like yeah tulip tulips and for example and, right hyacinths yep. tulips hyacinths crocus the Spring blooming crocus, right? The native or the naturalizing crocus sativus, the right. saffron crocus, does not require it. And then the giant alliums, I guess, do better. Supposedly, with some, yes. Some refrigeration, and so often people think they need to freeze their bulbs yeah. to get them. That, that no. will kill them. Kill them, yes. So do not freeze your bulbs. Refrigerate them, and we recommend you refrigerate them in paper, not plastic, so they don't mold. Right. And away from. Fruits and vegetables, which can the gases there of can cause problems, and leave Supposedly, them in, yes. and, but don't leave them in as long as you left your garlic. Yeah, if you want to use them again the following season. I guess I brought it up myself. I should yes, allow you, you to <laughs> make fun you of you a were, bit. I, you yeah. know, all, all kidding aside, I think you should plant those and see what what see happens. What happens. Yeah, I absolutely. tell you what, I if will, he can find them off his counter, right. we'll see. I, I believe I, I don't think I threw it away because it had been sitting in the fridge for a year. So I will, when I get home, I will check. And if I still have that head of hardneck garlic, I will plant it 
this weekend. And identify that area so that we can discuss it at a later date. Okay, will do. If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170 if you have questions about anything going on in your yard or garden. You are listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170 KCBQ and KPRZ, and we'll be back right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Welcome back to Garden Talk here on AM 1170 KCBQ and KPRZ. I am David Ross along with Mark Mahady and George Allman with the change in seasons, which it's supposed to be hot this week, so some people may not realize that the seasons have changed. But the nights are shorter. It's getting cooler. The days are shorter. Yes. I mean, the nights are longer. And cooler. The days are shorter. The soil's cooling down, and it's time to start considering changing out your garden. Exactly. It's like... when I'm outside, I just feel like I should be in the garden right now with the, with the cooler evenings when I get off work. I should be out there planting and getting things ready. What would you? Well, what we recommend to folks, because it is cool season time, despite the, the daytime weather, you know, all your root crops, this is a great time to get your root crops in the ground. And when I say that, what do you think of when I say root crops? I, I guess Ken's Carrots. not here, so we yeah. can say you it. Say beets. Beets. Yeah. Beets are yeah. one of them. Beets, carrots, radishes. Rutabagas, parsnips. Parsnips, that's a good one. Yeah, Parsnips are great roasted with, uh, with good meat. Oh, yeah, anyway. I'll whatever. take your word for it. I, can I just excuse me yeah. one second? Mark, mm-hmm. have you ever roasted a parsnip in your life? <laughs> I can tell you no. Okay. Um, I don't, I can almost tell you, well, I can tell you that I've never even had a parsnip. I, I would submit to you, perhaps you never knowingly had one. That's a good point. So but I, I know in, nobody in, in my family has ever okay. had but knowingly. Out, knowingly. Correct. But you could certainly knowingly say that you have never grown, harvested, knowingly, nor yes, roasted one. Absolutely. Or any part thereof. Correct. Correct. So like roast beef, roast pork with carrots and parsnips and mm. other vegetables all oh it's good stuff onions oh radishes i've left out the radishes, radishes. Yeah, potatoes garlic right. onions we've yeah. aforem- aforementioned garlic yeah potatoes are about a month out a uh, month and a half out for the seed potatoes but those are coming um my favorite of all of those to say is rutabaga <laughs> and i i feel as though i should be leaning against a pitchfork with a a, yeah. a straw, 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 a piece of yeah, straw in my right, mouth, yeah. saying rutabagas. Right, got to get the rutabagas, and, and I've never grown them. And I are they easy to? Have you grown them? I, I have not grown them. I've grown turnips. I like turnips. Oh, turnips yeah. also with the parsnips in that same okay. thing. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, very good stuff. And and we sell seeds for turnips that are just the greens. They don't really form the bulb on the bottom, so you can have turnip greens. You just said very good stuff. Is that? And I just fast forwarded to the next show. Yeah, you know, Brian says that a lot. Yeah, he I listen to him on the way out. Yeah, that's good stuff for that's real yeah, good. Right. Okay. Yeah. Please continue. And, Sorry. Uh, so turn up greens 
are good. And speaking of greens, that's another thing we would be planting this yeah, time of year. Point. All of your, you know, well, what a greens. segue! Nice yeah. segue. Um, which so, ones? Lettuce, spinach, uh, Swiss chard, cabbages. Yeah, uh, which I don't look typically. You as left leafy out greens. the most important and grossest of them all. Kale. Oh no, kale is not gross. <laughs> well, no, I, yeah. I knew where he was going. Okay. Yes. I, 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 Mark I, and I are on the same page. Yeah. Do you like Swiss chard? It mm. looks good. No, no. Do you like eating it? Do you, do you well, beet, well, going back to beets? Do you eat beet greens? Yes. Because chard is so, the same exact thing. So, one of the ways I keep myself healthy <laughs> and, and fit, <laughs> yeah, is when I grow beets. I go out and I will harvest a green and chew on it, a few of them, and I'll eat them when I'm walking through the yard. And, and you walk away proud, knowing that I'm eating well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then go to your diet soda. My diet soda and okay. my beef. I was going to okay. say, and then a, yeah, a big so, four-pound uh, uh, piece of meat. If you like beet greens, then you have to and should like Swiss chard. Um, can you eat same Swiss genus, chard? Can you eat Swiss chard off the green? It's the same or are you supposed genus. It? It's the same genus and species. Oh. Exact same plant. It just doesn't form the bulb. Really? Hmm. really? Well, it has much showier leaves. It, it is does. like the. It would be like the peacock of that family. Then it is of of genus. Yes, they are. It, it is edible. Rob, some people, you know, dice up smaller right, pieces. Right. It has to be ten. It has to be the younger leaves. The the thicker leaves are better cooked. They put it in salads. I think it, it makes. It looks like it would be a stunning ornamental. Just the yeah, the I agree with contrast you, of the greens versus the stem colors and. Yep. Some of the other colors that right. are there. And when it goes to seed, those seeds look, I mean, they're beet seeds. They look identical to a beet seed, hence the reason. That so they're, they're just the underachiever. Well, they're under, they underachieve or and overachieve. Exactly. One or the other, they're depending on all, one's perspective. They're putting all of their energy into their leafy basket. Into their and show. And not into their yeah. bulby basket. Bulby basket, Correct. yes. And that's why Ken will eat Swiss chard, but, but not beets. Well, the Swiss chard doesn't taste, to use Ken's words, like, like dirt. dirt. Yeah. Right. But it, also to use Ken's words, Melanie mixes it up with all of this, 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 and this on it, and it tastes really good. Well, yes. And then yeah. you eat beets, yes. Yes. Agreed. <clears throat> what else do you plant this time of year? I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Peas. I, oh, yes. Oh, the, peas, the, beans, yeah. the beans of winter. The beans of winter. Peas, snow peas, snap peas. Absolutely. And I usually do plant those. Broccoli. Actually, we didn't say broccoli. But, oh, keep yeah. going. Well, all the and brassicas. Then, yeah. yeah. Keep going. No, go ahead. You're going to say one. No, no. Quali- cauliflower. Ca- my New York accent, my cauliflower. And yeah. there's a pause. Yeah, because I, I don't ever want to hear you say that again. <laughs> I say it all the time. No big deal. No, you don't say it like that. Ah. Do you? It's sometimes. Okay. And cauliflower, too. All right. I uh, need to find this. And we will get back to the peas because I want to talk about the ornamental sweet peas and how good they smell. But before we do that, let's go down to Chula Vista and say good morning to Alan. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, guys. Uh, interesting just listening to you guys carry on, but uh, it did bring up a couple of questions. Uh, is it too late to plant winter tomatoes? And if so, do you have to do anything special for this time of year? I would say it's not too late, but it would have been better to do it sooner. So you still can, but... We recommend from looking at our faces that we switch over. I think, I mean, if you choose to do it, it has to be in a very warm spot in your yard, perhaps where there's some reflected heat at night. Uh, because that, that hmm. 
I was thinking reflective sun at night. No, no, but you heat. said heat. I yeah, did you, say heat. you did. Our, okay. Reflected heat because yeah. you know tomatoes uh, have that Goldilocks warm. zone where they won't they, they won't pollinate if it's too hot and too cold. So you want to have some warmth there. Uh, and I would go with one of the shorter uh, maturity uh, maturation dates. Yeah, you know, one of the like sixty five days. One of you know smaller Name tomatoes, yeah. dude, early girl, early girl or exactly. any of the smaller grape tomatoes. Things that that would come to fruition and much the earlier. True, and the true winter ones. Yeah, some with the colder names in them, you know, like Oregon Spring or Manitoba, uh, Glacier, things like that yes. you might have some success with. So yes, but no. Yes, or with no, some, but... yes with some, you know, caution. Yeah, people grow them all year, but I, yeah, it's not something I would typically would recommend, but I'd say go for it. Okay. Uh, he uh, just it did bring up another question I didn't give to uh, Brandon when I called in. Uh, I've tried to grow artichokes and cauliflower and have a pro- have had a problem with earwigs. And it, is there any anything you can do besides spraying the yard before you plant uh, to prevent that, or, or is it just a natural process that happens? Well, well it is natural. I would use Sluggo Plus when I first plant to put that around the plants. It has a it's a granular. Um, insecticide that, kill, or that will kill uh, snails and slugs with the iron phosphate, but it has spinosad in it and an attractant that will bring in pill bugs, earwigs, and cutworms, and, and they'll it, ingest it and die. And it is natural and okay for organic gardening. Correct. So you put it around the base of the plant after you plant? Yeah, when you first put in, you can throw that out. It, it, you know, if you don't put any down and plant, they're, they're going to come, and they're going to come three weeks after or seven weeks. They're always going to be in a, in a rich organic soil because of all of the organic material that's what they thrive in and they help break it down so as long as you have plants there that you want to protect you should use the sluggo plus if it's safe for the plant itself so it wouldn't ingest something that's no yeah, yeah it, 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 it is yeah, safe it is safe fine. for organic gardening and it is something you can put it, it, it'll last about two weeks depending on your water habits okay that sounds interesting i've heard that one before yeah okay good deal i'll thanks. give the tomatoes a try thanks for the call alan all right, thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. That is a yeah, ongoing battle. We've always had people, I mean, again, people. some people are very successful growing winter tomatoes, and some people aren't. You know, like when said, I, when we, whenever Farmer Roy teaches his classes, he will say, how many people try to overwinter their tomatoes? Right. You know, and, and a couple people raise their hand. He goes, you're like, I don't know if he says you're fools, but basically that's right. his, he's implying, get them out and put in your winter stuff. Right. But that said, I have successfully grown a couple that lasted four years in PQ in a rock pillar. So they had radiant heat all night right. long, and they flowered and gave me fruit, albeit smaller fruit, a little thicker skin, right. and less. And usually know, lesser flavor. A, a little bit lesser flavor, but still, but you know, in January tomato. I'm harvesting yeah, exactly. tomatoes. It's, so, it's, you know, you can like, do it. It's just it's a lot of effort for very little reward. You know, I harvest tomatoes in January as well. You do every from year. Costco and or Smart and Final or from something. Costco. Yeah. Costco, the, the little grape tomatoes. I figured that. They, that. You're you're on me. <laughs> I need some new material. You were, uh, you were going to come back to something. Well, we were talking about the sweet peas, and you know you're supposed to soak the sweet peas overnight to help them germinate. But now's the time to be planting ornamental sweet peas. Yeah. For the early flowering sweet peas, you get them in now. They'll be blooming pretty darn close to Christmas. Yeah, New Year, Christmas. New Year. Yeah, right around there. So yeah. fragrant. Yeah, they are insanely fragrant. I have a couple packs of seeds that, much like David, are sitting there waiting to be used in some manner. Right. Hopefully, I'll put them in. I do soon. too. Yeah, I need and to get them in the ground. Every year we talk about it, and I think, gosh, this is this is the time to plant them. 
Let me put it with my garlic and let it yeah. sit there for a year. The, yes. That's on Last the, yeah. winter, I put a bunch of pe- sweet peas up against the fence by my potato patch and let them climb up on the fence. And it was very fragrant. I'm lovely. going to plant ornamental and edible sweet peas on the arbor where the pomegranate originated. The seedling that was naturally done by nature naturally, for which you... Take away, you give me bad marks. I took a little, I took a little bit away from you. Yes, I had this vision well, of you taking a he pot. Wasn't, he wasn't, yeah, he was thinking, I was thinking that you were I actually. I have a seedling that's no, fruit. That's it, all I've no, ever said. And that's so, well, <laughs> I've never right. implied anything more. I you know. are correct. He I, was, I, he was facts looking not in evidence. Right. I recognize right. that. Right. Yes. All right. If but, you would like to end this portion of Garden Banter and give us a call, the number here is 888 344 1170. 888-344-1170. You're listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ. We'll be back right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And welcome back to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ and KPRZ. If you have a question for us, the number here is 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. When we went into the break, what were we talking about? Peas? Peas, sweet peas. Are we done with that? Is Unless you have any additional information. There are there are taller varieties and shorter varieties, right. Right, depending on where you want to plant them. I'm going to plant the taller ones. Yeah. I think two years ago, I planted the edible peas but they had a prettier flower. They had a purple and two- or three-tone purplish, bluish flower, but the peas weren't near as good as a regular sweet pea. Yeah. Agreed. That's it? That's it. Okay. That's all I got. Thank you very much. Well, because you are of no help to me, I think we should go down to San Diego or stay here in San Diego and speak to Catherine. Good morning, Catherine. Hi, how are you doing, gentlemen? Fantastic. Gentlemen, you? thank you. <laughs> doing We're well, doing thank well, you. thanks. <laughs> um, I have soil in my yard around my condo, and it is all clay, as hard as rocks. Um, so I have don't know what to do to augment that. The other thing is that I didn't mention is I um, brought some rocks, like some uh, landscaping um, rocks that are kind of big. Like bold, um, boulder type? Or no, 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 oh, the smaller. Okay. Anyways, inside of them, they, they, they had some spiders. And, boy, when I was out there last time, um, they were just so fast, I couldn't see them, you know, bite me. And it was very itchy. So I have the two things. Is how to get rid of any kind of spider, and what do I do with this terrible soil? 
amend, amend, amend. Um, mm-hmm. Either physically remove the clay and replace it with mostly a potting mix of some kind, or better would be to get a significant amount of compost or organic matter to mix in with it and fluff it up so that the clay is broken up. And then you can plant in it very easily. And sometimes just adding a little bit of water to the clay, letting it soak prior to digging will make it easy for you to... It'll soften it so you can start digging and mixing it and um, adding the amendment. I I do have a part of the yard that's like 20 feet by 10, so that's a lot. Um, And then in the around the backside of the condo, there's like three feet by nine and another three feet by nine. And so um, that could end up being... Yeah, it's a chore. It's going to be a chore. Well, if you want to plant over that entire area, then um, it is a good idea to amend the entire area. But if you're only going to be planting a few plants, then amend the the digging holes. The individual holes for each of the plants. And, And spiders... I like to say that if we did not yes. have spiders, we would be buried by insects. So they are our friends, and we want to minimize getting rid of them. But the, there are many products out there. Well, yeah, most of the most insecticides will probably kill them. They just don't list it on there because they are helpful typically. I mean, again, nobody wants to get bit by a spider, but usually they're out there controlling other insects. So it's most of the labels don't say to kill spiders. There I, are a few, but... I think I would go for eight. I would yeah. say eight, and then we do have a spray for mosquitoes that has pyrethrins in it that you can that'll, use as well. That'll kill spiders yep. as well. Um, but spell that again. The those two different products. Eight, like the number eight. E. Okay. And then pyrethrin, which is P Y R E T H R I N, and that thrin portion. Pyrethrin is a natural version, and then there are many um, synthetic. Synthetics. Synthetic. Yeah. Pyrethrins, and they all end in thrin. Benethrin, Benefin, uh, Cyfluthrin. And, and Look for you, those. You, you may not see that on the label, but it is one of the ingredients on a product. <clears throat> but as far as the amendments, either do, if you want to plant something solid across the whole thing and amend the whole thing, otherwise, just the individual holes. Thank you very much for the call, Catherine. Next, we're going to head down to Pacific Beach and speak to Mike. Good morning, Mike. Oh, I have to hit this button first. There we go. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning. How are you doing today? Good so far. Thanks. Um, you good. had questions about beets and carrots? Well, I'm going to plant my beets and carrots, and I want to know what you recommend for that I do with my soil before I uh, start planting all this stuff. Out of Three, three words. Amend, amend, amend. Those are the three amend, words. Amend, amend. Yeah, you, you need very, well, okay. particularly for the carrots, the beets are, are, are pretty robust, and they'll break through, but the um, carrots... That first thread-like hair that comes down is going to be the carrot, and it's going to build on that. So if you have sticks and rocks and things in there, you're going to get misshapen, misfigured um, carrot. So it, very loose soil. And what you, would you amend it with? What product? Well, from us, I would use something like the um, Big Harvest Bale uh, with big, my native big soil. Harvest, big Harvest Garden Soil. It right. is a three-cubic-foot compressed bale, so it gives you the most... Bang um, for your buck. It's, yes. It's... Yeah, it's good stuff. And, okay. And then I would throw some organic fertilizer, depending on what you use. I typically will use the Dr. Earth um, vegetable, urban tomato food. 
And what we did not mention to Catherine and also here to Mike is putting them in window boxes or containers where you have a finer potting soil um, for the carrots is an, an ideal way of doing it. Right. But it's a little more work yeah. um, or less work, a little more water, depending on how you look at it. But getting it all done pre as a preparation, getting all the hard work done and getting the clumps and stuff out is the, the key with, with the carrots. If you're doing yeah. it in the ground, lots of digging, turning, adding that organic right. material over loose time. Soil, like we'll, you said, loose soil is huge. Yep. Cause do you do long carrots or short carrots, or do you pay attention? Because I, I usually like to do the smaller carrots so it doesn't matter as much. I, I do both. Yeah, I do the smaller carrots. That, that's easier because then you don't have to do as much work. Not that we're lazy right. or anything like that, but that's the, that's the way to do yeah. it. All right. Well, I appreciate the information. I'll be over this weekend. Yep. All right. Take welcome. care. Thanks very weekend. much for the call. Good luck. And we only require 25% of your harvest as payment for this call. Thanks, Mike. All right. Perfect. Thanks. Take Bye-bye. Um, I do the smaller carrots for that reason, so I don't have to do as much work. And the Orbit carrots, the little round right. ones. Right. I've right. not right. grown right. those. those I've are, not grown those either. They're very, they're very rewarding. And you can get a lot of carrots or beets or something in a little rectangular window box right. or the smart pots. They work really well in the smart pots. It's an easy way of doing it as long as you can yeah, keep up sure with the water. Particularly exactly. the carrots when they're young, keeping them watered because they'll dry out and desiccate very quickly. Yeah. You know, we didn't mention to Catherine, but just getting some nice ceramic pots and planting out on that crummy soil, if she doesn't, didn't sound like she really wanted to to do yeah. What we were suggesting, right? I mean, there's what's the what's the product that to help break up clay to the uh, the liquid gypsum, liquid gypsum, yeah. yeah, things like that will help. And the waving of the magic wand sometimes help. Real quickly, um, re- recap of classes: nine o'clock in San Diego, uh, Fox Farm Products with Corey Hansen, and in Poway at nine thirty, Edible Landscapes with Chuck McClung. And there is something else going on up in the Miramar area. This weekend, there is some type of uh, jet noise air show, yeah. and even though it's, it's going to be sunny and warm, it's going to be clear and beautiful. And if you have not, or even if you have been right. to the air show, that's a pretty it's it's a great incredible event. event. It, it is, and it's back, and it's, yeah, it's good to see it back. We 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 get to see them every yeah. afternoon this week yeah, as they're practicing to, and getting ready for. Used to fly right over my house in University City. You can you can actually see the pilots. It was it's wild. It's wild. I wonder if they see you. That's the important yeah, thing. Hope not. You have been listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170 KCBQ and KPRZ. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you next week. For gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.